All right, we are feeling good, and we are back with another episode of the Drink Local Podcast, the first of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. It's already been two weeks. and I feel like it's been longer. <laughs> it's, it's, definitely, it's, definitely felt, it's definitely felt longer. It's been an intense start of the year yeah. already. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, um, 2021 mm-hmm. is just uh, the sequel. Yeah, whoever thought 2020, like, oh, I wish 2020 would end already. Like, I was like, it's just a continuation. There's no yeah. reset button. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, that's what we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, shit doesn't just magically It doesn't. Get, we just decided. This calendar yeah, is some bullshit. We just decided. I know, right? Yeah. But uh, we are avid longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We are not industry insiders. We are not cicerones, and you know, we are not brewers. Mm-mm. What we are is people just like you, just really, really excited about craft beer. So that's why we do this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. like we like to talk about beer. That's the easiest part: consuming and talking about beer. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we, we're consu- we've been consuming anyway. For 15 so. years. Yep. At least. Mm-hmm. During that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's our tourism, our tourism, which <laughs> doesn't even happen anymore, <laughs> our culinary preferences, which doesn't even happen anymore, <laughs> the types of activities uh, we do for fun, which doesn't even happen anymore. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah Drinking. And podcasting about it. <laughs> We're still doing it. Uh, but yeah, so here we are again. We have a lot to get to, so we're going to jump right in. But today's episode is going to be New Year, New Brew. So really excited about that. We're going to be talking about a brewery that we had never heard of before until about close to the end of last year, Mm -hmm. seemed pretty new, and just the general idea of new beers, new breweries, Mm -hmm. you know, starting things in this environment Mm -hmm. seems hard, adapting in this environment, we've seen how a lot of people have done so, Mm -hmm. It's, it's definitely hard, a lot of people, there's, it doesn't matter how you adapt, it's just not possible, right, you know, I mean, this is, circumstantial, yeah, totally, you know, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that. We're gonna talk about the Good Lord Bird. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about talking about that. It's a mm-hmm. Showtime TV show. Mm-hmm. I think it's very relevant, very fun. It is relevant, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to definitely touch on the fact that uh, we had an insurrection <laughs> here. Uh-huh. In America. Um, yeah, within the first uh, week of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't even make it seven days. <laughs> we really didn't. Um, so we'll <laughs> talk a little bit about that, share our thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Not that they matter. We, are, of course, are going to talk about what made us want to drink. Mm. And we will take questions from the beer curious. So that's pretty much the rundown. Yep. And with that said, let's get into these beers. All right. Well, let me do the old. The ceremonial. No look 
open. <laughs> a dangerous uh, feat. Yeah, it's still been bad for me. Uh... You know, I, I did get the beer kind of on my... Oof, I, didn't, I didn't pour very well. It's a wild pour. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It'll settle. Yeah, it didn't uh, It didn't quite come out. But the last time I opened a beer, I opened that <laughs> Hell's Lager the other day. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It and it was one of those skinny cans, too. So it wasn't like... It yeah. wasn't even like a full... Yeah, it came like a, like a can of cold brew coffee, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what the hell? And I was so excited about it. And then I opened the beer and half of it just shut out. Yeah, yeah. We probably had like maybe like an eight ounce. <laughs> beer was delicious, yeah, though. Thing. It was delicious. Yeah. It was delicious. What was left of it. Yep. So what's on tap today? So the uh, new brewery that we're talking about today is Paperback Brewing? I mean, seems like an easy enough word to me. Sorry. You know, I, you know, I mean, some people go by brewery, brewing, beer company. <laughs> Paperback Brewing Company. I see, I see. Well, hey, congratulations, Paperback. Name. Some random mofos are talking about you uh, <laughs> right away. So, so we have three um, beers from that. And I had, I just poured... Hollywood Hellcats. Hell yeah. Sounds India dope. Pale Ale. And on the can, it has these kind of roller derby looking girls. Sort of. Uh-huh. Um, and it says, they're taking down Hollywood one creep at a time. And the, the, the main girl with the paperback P on her uh, shirt uh, reminds me of, what you call it? The, the it looks like I don't know. It looks like Harley Quinn. Yeah, with, Harley with, with, Quinn. With, a, with a Nick Fury patch. Yeah, and like a bat. She has a bat, and these two other women. One of them is carrying like a samurai sword, and what do you call this? Like a ball with a uh, spikes on it. Oh, this is the uh, Gogo Yubari uh, flail from flail from uh, we just we just talked about this yeah. because uh, <laughs> on a uh, disenchantment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was a joke on disenchantment where someone had a flail and he. They're like, oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, because I think some people confuse it for a mace or a morning star. Yeah. But the difference is that the flail has the ball and the chain. Mm. And you, you swing know? it. You swing yeah, it but this is you know. Um, Really cool. Yeah. So that's an IPA. Yeah. I thought that this was actually dedicated to some kind of roller derby uh -huh. when I first saw it. But now I realize that they're going no. for something close to like the Warriors. Like this is like Yeah. A, they're not wearing fantasy. roller skates, but it's just like the, the girl, the main girl, which you can't even see her feet. Oh, one girl has roller skates on. Does she? Yeah. One girl oh, okay. does. One girl. The one with the morning no, she star. Doesn't. She's so fucking badass. Oh, she is. Okay. Okay. I'm, I mean, with the flail. Yeah. <laughs> With the Gogo Yubari, that's yeah. what I'm calling it from now on because okay. Kill Bill is something that I'm really fond of. Uh, and then so the other one is called Beyond the Deep Hoppy Lager. Nice. And this one has one of those old school, what you call it? A, uh, a space, uh, not, not a space suit, a uh, undersea, yeah. deep sea suit. Yeah, with those big uh, helmets. Yeah. Um, the Bioshock like outfit. Is, yeah, it looks like he's about to... He's running away from something. And the other one is called Viva Lucha Libre. Uh, I don't know why I said it like in Italian. Uh, Mexican lager. I know. I'm Live like, you insulted everybody. Die for the fight. 
And and this one has a big lucha door mask. He said, "Hey, it's a me, a Mexican." A me, Sorry. Okay, so you. All right, so hopefully we've alienated everybody in the first five minutes. You know, I I'm familiar with Italians, and they kind of do sound like that. I'm sorry, some of them. And uh, yeah, so. Well, cheers, first of all. All right, cheers. Cheers. I'm drinking the Viva Lucha Libre because mm-hmm. I think that's the coolest fucking can, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm drinking the IPA. Ah, man, that's why I love oh, a Mexican lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both... Mm, I mean, we've, honestly, we've had all these beers yeah. already. Yeah. We and know good. that they we've are had good. Them, yeah, multiple That's times. why we chose to speak about these mm-hmm. on this theme. Yeah, and all three of them are, you know, around 6-7%. They're, you know, drinkable. And the brewery did a good job mm-hmm. of distribution. They uh, really did. They really did because they, they pressed heavy because yeah. we have two liquor stores mm-hmm. here that are okay, right mm-hmm. next to us that are mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And they both have their beers yeah. and they both have a different selection mm-hmm. of their beers. Yeah. And that's really, really smart. Mm-hmm. really cool and that I mean that's honestly how we found them yeah and it demonstrates mm-hmm. that they are definitely Did? trying to adapt for this new model where we need for sure. to get our beers yeah. not at a place where you go to drink beer right Um. so the thing about them uh, first of all let me start with the look of the cans uh, yeah. the can art because I did explain it but I haven't explained that, like, the, their overall aesthetic is, I mean, it's called paperback, but um, it has this, like, very retro, um, um, retro, I guess, I don't know what to say, like, artwork. Some of the cans uh, of stuff that we, um, we haven't had, but I'm looking on the website, like, it kind of has this, like, newsprint look. You know, like uh, with the half tones and stuff like that, and some of the art is straight up looks like um, it's from like a magazine ad from like the fifties or sixties or something like something like that. Um, so yeah, it has kind of this like retro look and very like uh, I don't know, like what do you call it? I mean, I it does throw back to yeah. like old school print media, like 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 yeah. newspaper. Yeah, newspaper. I guess like uh, fiction, like books, like yeah, stuff like, like that. even like you know, like even when we used to get like uh, art. when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of comic magazines, mm-hmm. which aren't comic books, right? But like Mad Magazine right. or right. Cracked, right? I used to just. I, I, I had tons. Yeah. I they were all over my room mm-hmm. for my for my entire childhood through my adolescence, and this is what it kind of throws back to mm-hmm. in a way, except for the art is not deformed in a way to accentuate comedy or caricature. Right. Um. But yeah, so they kind of have like a, they're very art heavy. You can tell even on their website that they are like really kind of into graphic design Mm -hmm. and their look is very like retro. Yeah. Um, And what I found out is that they're from, they're in Glendale. Oh, wow. Cool. Which is close to us, right? So then when I... Glendale uh, needs breweries. Yes. And when I Googled it and I saw the building 
because you know when you Google Maps, it'll tell you oh, what the outside looks like. And I looked at it, I was like, hmm, that looks familiar. So then I looked at it, at the map, and I found out it's literally on the same, like, small little street of Glendale Tap. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, that's where you would put a brewery yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, because Glendale Tap is this uh, bar that, you know, one of the our favorite bars in yeah. L.A. Um one of the best ever. It's really good, and they they really have good lineup, good rotation, and, and obviously we haven't been able to go there. Even though, I think they open and they have bottles and stuff, and they announce it on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you what we mm-hmm. have today. They even have uh, food uh, people come and be selling whatever food that's going on uh, at a certain time. But there, uh, there's like a small street that's like so. Glendale Tap is on a corner, and there's like a little street that turns, you know, into it. And there's like a building that looks like a hangar, like an old airplane hangar. It's like a dome kind of um, building. And that's, I don't know if you remember it being there. And that's where they are. I remember it. Yeah. I'm just I'm just entertained at a very uh, descriptive. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm showing it to him. A very, a very. I wasn't sure if you were laughing at me or what. Yeah, I was laughing at oh, you because okay. it was a very vivid description of yeah. where something is. Yeah. Which, to, to people who don't know the yeah. geography. I know, I'm sorry. From someone <laughs> who does not know geography. But that's hey, story. that's not true. <laughs> and yeah, so, so they have, I guess, they've been working on opening this brewery since 2019, but they opened in 2020 um, after the whole pandemic happened. Yeah. So I don't know quite what month they opened, but I think maybe like April or something, like maybe like right after. So they kind of opened and couldn't have anybody in there. Um, but I think they have hours where they're open and I don't know if it's like you could pick up beers or what, but they do have hours. So Well, that um, kind of explains why they have such a good saturation over here because mm-hmm. we're kind of in North LA. Right. So right. we're in their area. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's 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 good, you know. Yeah. Um I'm glad that we came across these beers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and because because of the cans too, it was kind of like, well, let's try it out, you know? We never heard of this or seen them before. And for once, yeah. well, not for once, we've done a, a few really good tastings, mm-hmm. but this actually feels like a proper tasting because of what the beers are mm-hmm. and the way in which they escalate. Yes, I lined happiness. it up intentionally. Look at you. Yeah, Look I actually you. thought about it this time. I I know it's only three beers, but well, well, it, it, <laughs> it goes from I, I I did it from Mexican lager, hoppy lager to IPA. I mean, it's not that difficult to figure out, but right. Yeah, I sometimes I just put it down randomly. Yeah. So it's just in a yeah. random order, but yeah. Well, so mm-hmm. I want to get a description of you. Mm-hmm. Of me? Or, no. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't I described enough? (laughs) A description from you Uh of this Mexican lager. Oh. Can you tell me, like, what you're getting out of this? By the way, the the can, really cool. We talked about it a little bit, but it says, live for the fight, die for the fight. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not really a fan of either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Living or dying for the fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I... I like how they the uh, they have like little catchphrases. 
Like that one has it, and the Hellcats one has it. The the Beyond the Deep doesn't, but I feel like the catchphrase mm-hmm. is where he's just like, pee. Pee. I know. <laughs> he's like he's underwater. He's got nothing to say. He um, can't really talk about it. I mean the Mexican logger is I'm, oh this one's four point five yeah I mean this is like a pretty like crushable. I mean logger. we're already crushing it compared to yeah the others. yeah and it, I mean it has it actually has like a little bit of bitterness but I mean you know drinking the other two that has like hops in it you know it's kind of definitely more mild than that you know, but. It's funny, like, I feel like... It's a nice dry lager, I think. I. When people think of a Mexican lager, mm-hmm. they think of a beer mm-hmm. that requires a lime. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, they think of, like, a Corona or something. It's <laughs> some you know? marketing like, shit, yeah. Huh? It's just some marketing shit, I feel like. But Marketing yeah. from Big Lime? No, from Corona. <laughs> but what, what, what does Corona need... Like you know, what, I think like it's because Corona, what benefit is it for Corona? Because it's to a gimmick. Big it's a gimmick because otherwise they're just beer, the same as any other beer. But it's like, oh, you got this lime or whatever, and then you have the thing where you're getting a little lime slice, and you fucking pop in that shit in the bottle, and you go, Psh, you know, and you feel like you feel like you want to do that. You you feel like you want to hold the cor- Corona bottle with the little lime like sticking out of it and then just fucking push that in and then you feel like you're on the beach i never felt like on the, i was on the beach doing that well, but i always thing. did feel Find like your beach or whatever it made the corona taste a lot better <laughs> yeah and then in. you feel like oh it's refreshing and you feel like yes i'm fucking like whatever you know my point is yes my point is mm-hmm. good mexican lagers mm-hmm. need no accoutrement oh. Well, good good beer in general, yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying, but like someone might have a particular idea mm-hmm. of what a Mexican lager is because of all the ones people are throwing limes in all over mm-hmm. the goddamn country and world, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and what I'm trying to point out is that if you have a proper Mexican lager, mm-hmm. then you just want to appreciate the beer. You don't want to mm-hmm. change or augment the flavor. Mm-hmm. And I think that a proper beer should not require any type of augmentation of flavor. If they right. wanted that flavor profile in there, they should have brewed it into the beer. Right, right. That's just my opinion. Yeah. You know? I mean, but I'm not too good for a corona. Yeah. You know, you go to, you're on vacation, you know, yes, just yeah. fucking bring that shit. Yeah. But this definitely is like a day drinking kind of beer. You could, I mean, it's 4.5. You get kind of uh, the flavor, um, like, off top, you know, when you drink it. You kind of get the little, a little bit of bitterness, and you get, like, that flavor. But then it kind of finishes real, real clean um, and mild, where you could just keep going, you know? Yeah, so I Definitely feel like, a great day drinking beer. I feel like this is my favorite one that mm-hmm. they do. But I recently came to the realization mm-hmm. that anything that I am experiencing in real time that I like, mm-hmm. in that moment, I'm absolutely convinced it is the best thing that I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, in the, well, in, in I history. think it's more that you like feeling that way. You like feeling like 
whatever you're having is the best thing in the world because here have this other yeah, one yeah, well i'm gonna find out right now I mean, that was the point. i'm gonna find out right now because i'm gonna try this ipa here mm -hmm. and i'm drinking sure it enough it's the best goddamn ipa i've ever had in my life without you know, question you know it's interesting because i had i just sipped beyond the deep mm -hmm. the hoppy lager mm -hmm. which is 6.0 and it kind of almost the hoppiness is almost kind of like an old school IPA. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like like a juicy IPA sort of hops. Like I don't know if it says what it's kind of. It's got a strong bitterness. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, but it kind of has like a caramelly quality too. Like I feel like it's kind of I don't I think it says what kind of hops they're using, but it. I feel like it's some sort of like nothing yeah, that's like interesting. yeah they're not all self-satisfied with their ingredients like most craft beer yeah sometimes they'll tell you are. to the point it's where you're like thing. where you're like am I supposed to recreate this or right? okay so it says moteka I don't I never know how to say it motuka hops you know like the way that you just embarrass yourself like I don't want to try Wow. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, though. You've seen yeah. that word, motuka. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, it is Sade's birthday. Uh-huh. Sade, Sade. I don't know. I think we're doing Sade. But I think it's Sade. I always say Sade for some reason. Really? I don't know why. I feel like you always say Sade, but then you just, right now, you just said Sade, and I was like, why did you make it weird? I got, I got nervous. I know. I, I just, I just, feel, I lost I all, feel. yeah, you saw my confidence <laughs> leaking out of my I body, know, like, like a balloon. I'm, but yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me not say anything. No, I appreciate you, big dog. Aaliyah's birthday. Mm-hmm. And FKA Twigs' birthday. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Lil John's birthday. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know. So. What was that? I was like, shit, what is it that he says? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what is it that he says? <laughs> I was like, I should do the thing that he does. No. And then no. I got nervous, just, yeah, like, just yeah. like you did with Shade. <laughs> <laughs> but you rightfully should have gotten nervous, though, because there's no reason to ever do that anymore. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I was but, like, uh, I was like, I almost said what, and I was like, wait, that's not it. <laughs> that is not. That is a he. He has three. Oh, okay. So is he that has, one? Yeah, what and okay. He okay. had a lot. He All had right. Lot. So then I, I would have survived. <laughs> but now you know that I thought about it and then lost confidence and didn't say it. So here we are. We suck. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we're we're great. So. I kind of just wanted to throw that out there, but mm -hmm. I think it's kind of cool that all of these really, you know, very, very uh, globally famous artists. Mm -hmm. Also, like, I think that they're all very eclectic, too. Mm -hmm. Like, they're all doing something that was like either very unique. different from what everybody mm -hmm. else was doing or something that had some kind of incredible influence right. on how people did. Like, more with Lil Jon and Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. I think that they were influencers mm -hmm. as far as how music mm -hmm. um, was being created mm -hmm. and the way that it sounded at the time. Mm -hmm. I think that Aaliyah kind of introduced something that kind of felt like almost like a like an anime or like cyberpunk vibe. 
to like her art. That okay. was very that was very kind of interesting, mm-hmm. you know, um, because like I think that like um, her vocals were not traditional, hmm. but they were more experimental. And her visuals, like the video she did working with Timbaland, who was like always kind of an experimental producer, mm-hmm. they were doing a very unique form of art at the time. You know, it was like a very crew oriented form of art because it was like if you think about the people who she's hanging out with. It was Aaliyah, and it was like Timbaland and Magoo, and Missy Elliott. Oh. So these are eclectic types mm-hmm. of artists. Mm-hmm. Sade, you know, one of the most unique and beloved artists ever. Like, mm-hmm. no, like, no, everyone knows you don't say you don't like Sade. Like, I've never heard that opinion, ever. Yeah. I've never heard that opinion in my life. There's nothing to not like, yeah. I mean. Right. Yeah. Lil John influenced a whole type of music, mm-hmm. like everything that he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's incredible, including to, to the point where he. There was a point where everyone was like, "What happened to Lil John?" He was following the money, uh-huh. and he ended up making a bunch of music in Korea. He had like a three year, oh. he had like three years where he was just making music. For Koreans. Yeah, no, I think I did hear about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, FKA Twigs, mm-hmm. I recently found out it's formerly known as Twigs, which blew my mind. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what FKA is? Yes. Because I guess when she was a kid, she's a skinny kid, it's uh-huh. called Twigs. Oh, crazy. Blew my mind. I, I guess it wasn't really known to anybody aside from somebody, people who were close to her. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that she's like the most off the beaten path mm-hmm. of all of the artists mm-hmm. and like probably like the closest, in my opinion, to Sade mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, obviously, you know, there are a lot of similarities there of them being African Brits, mm-hmm. you know, um, having uh, this music style that really no one else is doing like she's doing like some kind of blend of like soul and electronic music mm-hmm. that's like very interesting um just you know i just found that really fascinating that all these people kind of came together on one day like what a, like what a creative day you know if you, mm-hmm. if, if you have a if you have a birthday today mm-hmm. or you're having you know you have a child mm-hmm. has a birthday today Maybe you have an artist. Maybe you are an artist. Maybe. Maybe you're an underachiever. Maybe yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of funny uh, when you think about people who share the same birthday as you, you know, because, like, I think most people are aware of at least a few people, like, famous people that share birthdays with you. Like, what? who shares a birthday with you? Do you know? I don't know. Like, every well, now and then I'll see know. someone who shares a birthday with me. Uh-huh. But, but you don't keep track I, of it? Yeah, I don't keep track of it. I don't care. Because I've never been... I know, that's why I was like, why are you even bringing this up? Because I've never been I, a birthday guy. Like, you don't no, care about this kind of for, stuff. No, for my own... No, I care about these artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't oh, care I, about I my own I need to birthday. find out. I need to find out. You know, because I didn't do that. You know? Yeah. Like, well, I know, I well, know, actually, I know, but... I did do that because I was a preemie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so you were I like, no, today. Today is the day. I'm out of here. It's too confining. Yeah. <laughs> but uh most people you know they do that 
Um, oh, wow. Who do you got for me? Um, Eminem. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Um, see. Who else you got? Is that all you have for me? I'm like, who is this? I don't know who that is. Uh, I'm like, I don't know who that is. Rita Hayworth. Rita Hayworth. Like, I know her. I think she's the one that was uh, the poster in Shawshank Redemption that was covering the fucking hole that he was <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I'm pretty sure that's Rita Hayworth um but these other people I'm like ah, I'm not really sure so <laughs> mine, mine sucks basically <laughs> you want to know mine yeah I do mine is uh Haley Joel Osment that kicks ass <laughs> um Steven Seagal that <laughs> Kicks ass a little less. Still <laughs> but it's ass. hilarious though. The the the. I mean, you get com- combination. Both have the same haircut right now. What? Who? <laughs> you and Steven Seagal. Wow! <laughs> Just because I'm tying in a ponytail behind my yep. head. Yep. Oh my god! I can't believe this. Um. <laughs> um. Steven Seagal is like an agent of Russia. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Like it's. I know it's fucking weird, no, man. He like, he like renounced his U.S. citizenship. And Did became, he? Like, yeah, he became like a full-time Russian citizen and is like a, a weird ambassador for Russia. Uh-huh. Like every now and then, apparently, babyface. <laughs> wow, yours yours is much better than mine. <laughs> is it? Oh man, this is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, and and. Some yeah, Haley Joel Osment. That's like that's one of my favorites. That's one of my go tos, honestly. <clears throat> oh, Daisy Ridley. Wow, who knew? Uh mm, anyway. Yeah, not not as impressed by that. <laughs> she, you know, like until she does other movies, she's just a Star Wars lady, like, you know. So I'm sure she'll uh, you know, do stuff. <sighs> uh yeah, I'm very disappointed in my birthday situation, you know, because I mean, p- people who don't know, uh-huh. Eminem is like my arch nemesis. Like, what? Yeah, like, does he know this? No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Of, cor- uh, of course not. Can you have an arch nemesis that I'm, doesn't know that y- they're your arch nemesis? If you're playing the long game, I guess so. You know, like I'm lying in wait for my opportunity. Wow, that's all. Because all right, so my thing, I. You know, used to be an Eminem fan, mm-hmm. but I became less and less of an Eminem fan over time. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, it's because white people ruined it for me. <laughs> white people like made me hate Eminem because so much of my life I had to tolerate the insufferable conversation yes. of white people saying that Eminem was the best rapper to ever walk the earth. Mm-hmm. And most of these white, well, well, actually 100 of the white folks who said that uh-huh. don't listen to enough rap to be able exactly. to say that. You know why? Because and it was... all of the white people who listen to rap <laughs> would never fucking say that. I know, because I fucking had to laugh when uh, one of my coworkers, he was like, it's just racist he just i don't even know why eminem came up randomly and he was like 
um, I love Eminem. I was like, you <laughs> fucking never listen to that shit. Like, you're such a liar. You just, like, wow. I was like, wow. He, I can promise you, he's not listening to any rap. Not even Eminem. Right. And so right. that was just fucking funny to me that he said that. I'm like, yeah. you have to go one step further and understand that that's what people say and not say that. Right. So, I mean, it's not Eminem's fault. It's not. Eminem, I've never heard him say that. Like, I mean, yeah. every rapper says they're the best rapper alive when they're rapping. Just exactly. You're supposed but to. I, but, like, in, 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 all, in all earnesty, like, I've never heard Eminem say that mm. because He's, you can't fucking say that. <clears throat> yeah. But these people are Columbusing rap <laughs> for him. And that shit drove me up the wall so much that I'm like, I cannot even, like, now I only have slander for Eminem. Wow. Like, I have to push back extra hard. Like, I think that, like, like, but you're, you're like gun to my head, gun to my head. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I would definitely put Eminem in the top 20 or 30 rappers, mm -hmm. like, ever. Right. Okay? Right. But if, just because of the shit that I had to go through... Mm -hmm. I would never say that without a gun to my head. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, he got a few bars here and there, I guess, you know? But that's all I will ever give him. And you can tell Marshall I said that. Wow. Tell him to go talk to his people. You know, I mean, it is... If I was him, I, I would be annoyed. Nah, like, nah, but... Marshall's annoyed. Like, I remember... I remember because it's uh, like, I don't even listen to this. You're not comparing it to anything. Like, I remember when Trump got elected. Nobody wants that. Marshall went on BET right away mm -hmm. in a freestyle cypher. And <laughs> well, said, like, nah. if you fuck with Trump <laughs> and you're my fan, yeah. fuck you yeah. and do not fuck with me. Right, right, right. He was like, I have to make sure I am not your rapper. Right. Yes, right, right. yes, you know, yes. So, and I, mean, I respect that very much. Right. And you know what? And that's why, like, even though I'm talking shit about Eminem, uh -huh. like... You're talking shit about yeah, uh, people who claim yeah, yeah. And Eminem. And I'm joking talking. on Eminem. Yeah. But I actually, like, I fuck with Eminem. Yeah. But, uh, but because he did that, mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. like, as a black person, mm -hmm. like, of course, I am territorial about our culture because mm -hmm. so much of our culture gets uh, taken away mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or used by others for right. profit as... Right. We are penalized for it. Yeah. You know, um, even... Appropriated. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it happens all the time, you know? Right, right. I, I'm not going to get into examples, mm -hmm. but there are way too many white rappers out here, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, I don't know, like, Post Malone, uh -huh. um, Lil Pump, uh -huh. uh, on and on, Lil Xan, like, all these motherfuckers. Who you need to come out and support black people. Mm -hmm. You need to verbally right, speak right, right, out right. in mm -hmm. support of black culture. You need to also give money to black causes. Right. I'm dead serious. Otherwise, you're like looking at it like. You're, you're just a culture right, vulture. Right. You're just stealing culture, which is traditional you know and i don't like that shit mm -hmm. so to me like you know i do take that shit personally right. you know like i cannot fuck with your music if i don't see something because there's been too many people uh -huh. who we allowed that to happen and right. we allowed them to get money off of our culture and they turned around and basically 
shit that are next. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock got on DJing and rapping. Mm-hmm. And then he came out being a Trump supporter. And Kid Rock, he comes from money. He's not a he's not a, a hillbilly like he dresses up as. <laughs> Kid Rock's family, like, if you looked up, like, the home that he, he inherited, mm-hmm. it's like a gigantic mansion, like, out of the reach of, like, society. Hmm. You know, like, like, it's, like, like it's, it's, it's ridiculous, you know? And that kind of stuff really makes me so angry. And I always feel betrayed mm-hmm. when people do that. And I was like, no, I'm never going to fall for that again. Right, you know? right. So, like, it might sound, like, unfair on my part to prejudge but i've just been burned too many times by giving the benefit of the doubt and you know what like i thought the benefit of the doubt is something that has been abused by no that's true people no it's definitely true it really is i mean we see that now you know and we're gonna get into the insurrection talk Mm. later (laughs) but i mean but we see so many people uh getting treated like well maybe they didn't know that was wrong you know when they did did yeah. like probably when I'm like, like the worst thing since the Civil War, right? Right, and I'm you know? like, well, I mean, I knew not to do that, so like, what's the fucking difference? We're fucking adults there, here. There's right? a lot of shit I know not to do uh, that, uh, that I've been knowing not to do. Not that I fucking found out yesterday not to do that. There's shit that I know not to do mm-hmm. that's perfectly legal and okay to do. Right, and right. I still and know like, nah, I can't do that shit. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. You know? Yeah. So, anyway, though, yeah. Before we get into all that, mm-hmm. I want to know how your resolutions are going. Oh well, I mean, I'm I'm doing my best. What were they again? <laughs> it was to um, style the photo shoots of the beers, <laughs> and this is the first one. So, I mean, so honestly, you're smart. I. This is the first one. I didn't do as much as, you know, I guess I could have, but I still put in a, a little bit of an effort. You probably uh, will see it, I guess, I'm assuming. Like, you know, I'll, I'm, it's going to be posted on the uh, our, our website in the post for the blog or the podcast, and I'll post it on my Instagram, uh, our Instagram, but... Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, I mean, I feel like I'm going to start, I mean, I'm going to need to start getting, like, little props and stuff. Yeah, you got to start getting better at it over time. Yeah, yeah, because. Investing more into Yeah, because watching, you know, like, my my company uh, has, like, a social media team, you know, and they have all these things that they have to go out and get to do the little photo shoots and stuff, you know, so. I think it'll be, like, you know, it's a good resolution, I feel like, because it will... It, it's something that seems like fun and I want to do. So I'm hoping that I can continue to do it and, you know, we'll see where it goes. I mean, it's, I mean. The- and I think that it's not that hard to achieve and it's not that painful mm-hmm. to try to achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a good It's something I want to do anyway. You know, because yeah. you can, you know, I think it's important yeah. to get a success. Yes. And build off of successes. Even if you totally. have like a minor success, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that exactly. it's, it's good to not have too lofty, lofty. of mm-hmm. a goal when yep. you're trying to do something like a resolution. Yep. You know. Yep. How about you? Uh, not going very well. What My was resolution. This? Well, 
if you listen to the last episode, then you may be aware that my butt cheeks are now fighting for space. Oh, butt cheeks. Yes. <laughs> I want to get that, like, I, that sound isolated <laughs> so that we can use that in the future, like, on command. When would you use that? At any time. Okay. That oh, if, if butt If there's cheeks. just some silence yeah. that we need to just fill with yeah. some, oh, butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so... Fighting for space. They uh, still fighting, huh? Yeah. Um. There's there's about to be an insurrection. <laughs> By who? <laughs> one of the butt cheeks. Uh, the the right one, of course. Okay. Okay. Make makes sense. <laughs> the one on the, the one on the left. Just yeah. the one on the like the, what? <laughs> I just been here. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The one on the left. I feel like there's room for both of us. Is just saying that that cheek matters. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but the one on the right is taking up all the space yeah. and saying, "I'm I'm being persecuted." Yep, it's so. saying is they're saying, uh, <laughs> "Stop the left cheek" or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm not hang the butt left butt cheek. I don't chill, know. Chill, chill. Yeah, chill. Yeah, chill. <laughs> I mean, they were literally saying this. No, not butt cheek, but <laughs> no, you you you're, you're you're torturing the analogy. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, it's not going well. I haven't. I did. Some, hey, you know it's been. I two did weeks. some squats. Wow, look at that! I did some squats. Uh, two days this year. Wow. I did some squats, but I did, but I did. I was not bearing load. Yeah. You know that's funny because <laughs> which is a hilarious term. <laughs> I was not bearing load yeah. when I <laughs> did my squats, so you know um, I feel like I was cheating. But I'm just trying to reactivate my muscles and get over the DOMS, which is the uh, the who's DOMS. Okay. Um, delayed onset muscle soreness. Sure. You know, yeah, like yeah, where like yeah. your, your muscles yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. after yeah. you work out mm-hmm. when you haven't been exercising mm-hmm, for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do the whole DOMS situation, and then I, I feel like you just want to say DOMS, man. I mean, it is fun <laughs> to say, you know. You know, it's funny because the other day I was like <laughs> trying out some squats just to trying see how, out. just to see how how it felt, and I was like, dude, like I need work. Now, I love the squat. <laughs> Now, like, because, like, you know, so I am a personal trainer, uh-huh. so uh, I'm always looking at people's form. Like, I can't, like, I'm so obsessed with people's form, mm-hmm. everything, but I'm, I'm also very visual, and I'm always checking people out anyway. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, you know, it's one of the creepier things that I got going on. It's really hard because I'm always, because, like, I'm checking people out for form. But they don't know that. Um, there are just people who are like, this dude's really looking at my ass right now. Mm-hmm. And form when they're working out, right? So this is only possible in like gyms and stuff. Nah, because you can see someone's form. Oh, when they're just standing? In the, yeah, when they're right, standing. Right, right, right. You can see people's form when they're walking. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a oh, lot. Oh, man, don't talk about walking. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on. <laughs> You know, so um, I'm always looking at that kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. know. But anyway, though. I feel like I have a pretty good squat 
form, but my walking, don't talk about my walking. Yeah, no, you, you have really good form because you're really cognizant uh-huh. of your body positioning, yeah. but also you've been trained. Right. You know, um, but a lot of people don't, you know, like a lot of people, you know, like you see like the, their feet yeah. going in all directions and yeah. you realize you have to correct all that shit. Yeah. You know, or, or they're going to have problems later. You yeah, know? I think, I think it helps that like I've done like dance and that you have to like really be right. cognizant of where, you know, how everything is positioned. So if you want to know how bad my resolution has been going, because my resolution was just to generally do better. Right. Like right. I obviously I just wanna, you know, I mean, I wanna get Sorry, back laughing. in uh-huh. my pre-pandemic shape, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm almost I'm almost 40. And I'm convinced there's no going back. You've been almost 40 for like three years, bro. That's how it works. <laughs> I right? guess you're right, but still, like... But the thing is, you've been claiming 40 for like the last three years when you're not even 30. Well, like, because you've been 40. Ah. Uh, you know, so I'm just gonna roll with you. I know, but... Anyway. I feel like you were also claiming me being 40 before I was even 40, so... How bad is my resolution going? Well... I've been poaching podcast beers <laughs> at a high clip. What? At a high clip, secretly. What? Yeah, and I didn't want to tell you until what? Right now. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I Is that why I had to go get this one particular beer? Yeah. Wow. And this is probably like the third time what? I drank all of that one, the, the Beyond Deep. So even though I said <laughs> that the Viva... Lucha Libre was my favorite one. I've had <laughs> more about of this one, yeah. 18 of these. No, not that the, much. Not that you know, much. I've had it a few times because I've gotten... I do think that that's the one that we had the most, though. Beyond yeah, the I've, I've had it a few times. Mm. So I kept doing it, and I poached all kinds of beers that I meant to Save. podcast with. Mm-hmm. But it's just it, it's just been hard. <laughs> because I might have a problem. Oh no, I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, because I just really, I, I, you know, like you want to drink a beer, yep. and you don't, and sometimes you don't want to go out mm-hmm. and get it. Yeah, you know, it's da- it's dangerous out there right now. Yeah, you know, and it's just kind of like we we we'll save stuff. You know, be like, oh, we should save this one or whatever. You know, so, but it's you know. Yeah, but it's just it's a been... fluid situation. Nice. No. Pun intended. Actually, pun intended. Yeah, like, you can't say that because you pointed at me like, bam, nailed it. <laughs> um. So, what yes. we're going to get into now. Yes. Because we're just, we're just, we're just rolling, man. I know, we really are. We're yeah. talking about all kinds of shit that we weren't talking, planning on talking about. Like Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to drink? Oh, man. So... What made me want to drink was that, like, a week ago, my coworker, not coworkers, <laughs> um, was like, so, you know, my work hours are like nine to six, right? So I've been, I'm, I'm somebody who is just like, I'm gonna strictly follow that shit. I, if you text me about some work shit before nine, I am gonna wait till nine to answer you unless it's kind of like oh i feel sick i'm gonna take the day off or something then i'll be like oh feel better or whatever you know but if it's like work stuff i'm like nah fuck that 
I'm not on the clock. I don't care. You wouldn't be texting me if this was a not working from home situation. <laughs> so no, fuck that. I don't care. You you decided to start work early today. I didn't. Yeah, I don't understand those people. <laughs> I, yeah, like, 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 okay, like, okay, if you I'm start, very if you start work early, yeah. If you start work early, yeah. Like that. That's your. Like, yeah, problem. that's on you. That's if on you me. contact yeah. me before work starts, mm-hmm. that's like ten times worse than contacting me after work ends, which is like the maximum level I can be pissed <laughs> off about. I mean, it depends on how how much after work you're trying to contact me. If it's within thirty minutes, I'm like, I'll allow that because sometimes you know whatever. Um. Anyway, so they were kind of like, uh, I think they were like, I need like, like, I think they were like, I need to talk to you. Can you call me or something? And I was like, hell no, not yet. You know, <laughs> that's another thing. Now, okay, that's another one right there. What? Like, don't do that shit ever. Okay, look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. leave me, if you yeah, leave me, if, if, if you text me, yeah. or if you leave me a voicemail, mm-hmm. and you say call, call me. me back, yeah. no, I will never. Yeah. Fucking explain call you back. yourself yeah, first. Tell me. Yeah. The whole purpose <laughs> know, of I these constructs that. is to tell me in advance what it's about, yeah. so that I will not be ambushed with some shit yeah, on the I can phone decide, that I don't want to hear. I can decide. Oh shit! I do need to call you right now, even yep. though if it's it's before nine yeah. or I can be like, you know what? That shit can wait till like maybe 11. Yo, you know, <laughs> if, if Thanos was coming mm-hmm. to earth mm-hmm. and Nick Fury mm-hmm. hit up Captain America yes. and was like, Hey Cap, call me back. Call me back. I hope Cap rolls over and goes back to sleep. I would. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'd be like, you should yeah. fucking know better. Yeah. Don't yeah. fucking call me back me. I mean, Nick Fury does know better because he's not gonna call no. you. He's gonna he's gonna be sitting on yeah. A he's chair gonna be your there. You're gonna open your you eyes and he's and gonna be yeah. And he's gonna be sitting there looking at you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and he'll be like, "Put that morning boner away <laughs> or something." No, no. Anyway, so so I'm you know so I'm just like, I end up ans- you know answering her after nine, and then she tells me. That uh, they tested positive for COVID, right? And I had just seen this person, I think the day before. And they had gotten tested. I guess they, I don't know why they decided to get tested. Oh, maybe because they were like not feeling that well. Or I think when she called me, she was like, Oh, I'm feeling like a little weird. So I'm going to go get tested today. That's what they were calling me about, right? And so I was like, oh, okay. And then the next day she was like, I was positive. And I was like, oh, fuck. And so uh, they had, uh, I had contact with this person. They had dropped off some stuff and we were talking for a while and all this, right? Um, And we both have masks on. And I'm always like trying to keep the distance, you know, even if she like tries to get a little bit like closer. I'm like, ah. You know, I'm always like, I feel, I felt bad like in the past because this is somebody that I had to like interact with uh, fairly often compared to my other coworkers. And every time I'm like always like stepping away from them, you know, um, because I'm like, I don't, 
I know we both have masks and, and whatever, but I'm going to be as careful as I can. I don't care. Just don't come near me, right? <laughs> so I'm always like trying to like step back and shit. And so basically, uh, I was like, fuck, well, now I have to go get a COVID test, which I actually uh, hadn't gotten to this point, right? So I almost, I went for months without going to get. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I've just been crying throughout your whole story. Uh -huh. Even just be, even though like you haven't got to the funniest part yet, uh -huh. just because I'm assuming that this person is never gonna hear this. Uh -huh. <laughs> can can I say what she's been calling you? You want to say it? Yeah, I want to say yes. it. Yes, because she keeps she keeps calling me a coven, <laughs> like the coven, and or covet. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah, which is the opposite of what you want. Yeah, but like... That's the part that fucking kills me every time. It's been making us sicker than COVID. <laughs> like, we've been so mad about this. I know. And ever since I told you this, because I was thinking about this for way longer yeah. before I even told you about it, I was like, I fucking, fucking had to tell, this, tell you this. And I told you, and ever since I told you, every time she says that word, I'm just fucking dying. I'm like, please stop it! Stop saying coming! How can this be raging for months and you still don't know how it's pronounced? Uh. Anyway, <laughs> so, so, so I was like, fuck, I gotta go get tested right away. But then, but then they're like, Oh, you know, it should be between five to nine days be, uh, since exposure. And since for me, it was very clear when I was exposed, um, unless I just, just had it this whole time or whatever. Um, uh, I was like, okay. So then I was going to, uh, so then I ended up getting, uh, making an appointment. And I went a few days ago. And the whole time I was like, you know, you go through phases because for one thing, literally like the day after she told me that she tested positive, my nose started fucking running. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I was like, oh my God, to the point where you're like, well, I'm just standing here, not doing anything. And then my nose is running and I'm like, is this it? You know? <laughs> I'm running nose. Is this it? Yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, I feel like maybe I'm tired. You know? And I'm like, you know, when you start, as, as soon as you start feeling like maybe there's a possibility that I have been exposed, then I'm like immediately like, fuck, this is it. These are the symptoms, right? So I started taking like emergency and taking like whatever. Um, and my nose just been runny, right? And I've been like, blowing my nose, using all the tissue paper and stuff. And I was like, well, I have, I've had allergies like all my life. And I'm at a point in my life where I don't even fucking know what I'm allergic to because that shit will fucking pop up at any time <laughs> of the year. I don't even know what it is. Um, so it's not even like, oh, it's allergy season. It's It'll just come up. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm allergic to whatever it is right now. You know, and so that's been my life. So I'm like, it, it feels like allergies. But there have been times before when I'm like, ooh, the allergies are bad today. And then it turns out I end up having a cold. So I was like, fuck, I don't want that to be the case. You know, so I, just, I was like taking, you know, 
trying to keep my immunity up or whatever, being paranoid. Um, and then I finally went to get tested and, and I found out this morning actually, um, that I, I was negative and it's funny because they call it, congratulations, you're normal. Wow. <laughs> like normal. Like that's such a weird thing to say to somebody. And then it said in parentheses, negative. And I'm like, thank you for clarifying that because I'm like. That's right. a weird, like, I feel like you can't be going around calling people normal. And also, I already, <laughs> like, I mean, I already That's knew problematic. that I was normal and negative before <laughs> I ever took a test. Like, I've been that way pretty much most of my life. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, to, to, to you know, summarize, basically, uh, spending, like, so I ended up waiting, like, a week. I think You're it was normal, literally, negative. yeah, seven days. <laughs> Which I guess they say five to nine, but I think seven, like a week, which is, is exactly really, seven. yeah, is w- kind of when you want to uh, test yourself, uh, get tested. And I was negative, and they, I, I did the the thing up the nose, which wasn't as bad as they all made it out to be. You know, as somebody who's had like allergy sinus issues all my life and have gone to ENTs and whatever, what is it called, ENT, right, ear, nose, whatever, um, throat. I guess, you know, yeah. and have have had stuff stuck up my nose. I was like, okay, I mean, this is fine. You know, it didn't hurt or anything, you know. Um, I mean, he, he was in there for a while, but I oh, was really? like, yeah. He went, like, fucking swirled that shit. Like, well, he make sure. He worked it yeah, in and then he was like, the other one. And he, I thought like, it would just be like a, a No, 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 swap. he swirled it for a while. And I was just like, all right, okay. You know, but it wasn't that bad, at least for me. And Do you think that I would have liked it? You might have. Because you, you know have. I like to. Yeah, you get might have liked it a, actually. With a Q-tip and just Ex- except you might have just sneezed all up in that person's face, which would have not been cool. Yeah, I don't even call them sneezes. I call them face gasms. I love a, <laughs> <laughs> I love a sneeze, man. Yeah, yeah. Sneeze is an ultimate release. Yeah. So 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 yeah. So me just spending that week not knowing and feeling like oh no, I'm just. I'm a disease, you know, like... I'm, dis- I'm a disease! You know, just, yeah, no, it's crazy because when you breathe out, you just breathe out and you feel like, oh my God, I'm fucking infecting the fucking air with this I know. COVID. You're like, I know, you're like, COVID. You're like I'm walking dead. Like, I'm breathing yeah, dead. Yeah, I'm no, you feel like you have this fucking, like, poison breath, you know? And so I'm glad to know that I don't. Yeah, and yeah. it's just... And, and I'm like... Fucking allergies making me confused, thinking that perhaps I might have it, but it's just just allergies, just like always. Yeah, I mean, it was super sad when yeah. you first thought that you got it mm. because you, you're trying <laughs> to avoid me in the house. I'm like, this, I was I'm like, like, I can't. I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Even though I really didn't quarantine from you or anything, because I was like, ah, yeah. that's just unrealistic. But I was like, you, you don't get over here, <laughs> like. If like I'm like if you have it, mm-hmm. you know I want it, right? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, but the thing is, you know, it could it could result in different effects, for right? Totally, different like people. somebody like could, could I could be totally be fine, and, and then you could, could fucking really die, and that would be terrible, you know. So I, mean, I feel if, like I should have been more careful. Like but. I don't know what it is, but yeah. like because it almost seems like. Like, I mean, I, I don't know how bad it sounds, but it almost seems like AIDS. Like, it seems like um, an autoimmune deficiency syndrome. Like, I don't, Well, I, I mean, I, I, I no, really... Because, because 
the reason why I'm saying that mm-hmm. is because the sheer number of things that we have heard yeah. that happens to people, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like it is destroying your immune system and something else is fucking you up. Because I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. how can the same thing that stops you from smelling and tasting for a while mm-hmm. also have some people showing dementia-like syndrome right. and some I know, people so having crazy. heart attacks yeah. and yeah. some people um, feeling like their legs don't work and shit like that. Yeah. You know, like, like you hear so many different, like there's yeah. not one set of symptoms and that's what it makes it so terrifying because no, when you is. think you might have it, then... You don't know what it... Yeah, yeah you, you become a hypochondriac. Everything feels like I definitely have it. Totally, totally. And that's how you feel when you are worried about whether or not you have it. So we spent mm-hmm. that week worried mm-hmm. about it. You know, I remember, you know, like you didn't want to go out to like grab, you know, like something from the store, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, look, that's what the masks are for. Mm-hmm. Like, because people have it, mm-hmm. you know, so I didn't feel that way. So I was kind of doing what I've been doing since the pandemic, which mm-hmm is basically like we've only gone to the grocery store mm-hmm. and the liquor store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the essentials. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty much it. So, yeah, I could definitely see why that made you want to drink because it yes. made me want to drink too because I kept wanting to make sure I could still taste. And, man, every time everything was delicious. Yeah, no, I was sniffing things and <laughs> tasting things for sure because... Um, aside from that coworker who I don't, I don't know if she actually lost a smell or taste, but like I had another coworker who, who tested positive, um, kind of right after New Year's, which I mean, I guess it makes sense that like, you know, over the holidays, it would kind of increase a little bit, but but they said that they they lost their sense of smell but not taste, you know, so. Is there a sense that you feel like you could lose? I mean, if, uh, I don't know. Of oh, the five senses. Mm, I mean, if anything, I might say smell, but I don't like how, like, if you lose smell, I feel like that would affect your taste. I think so too. And you also, know, if you lose smell, yeah. I feel like you can't sense danger. Yes. Um, I think that Any I. Any of those yeah, um, things, you wouldn't be able to sense danger. So, I want to, like, you know, just uh, put like a little preamble on this. Uh-huh. Um, I think that the way that we treat people uh-huh. uh, who are missing some kind of sensory uh-huh. or sense, rather. Uh-huh is is prejudice mm-hmm. you know um so what i'm gonna say like you know this is just the sense mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the world around us mm-hmm. but if i had to lose a sense mm-hmm. i think i would have to lose hearing hearing mm-hmm. uh because i i i love touch mm-hmm. i i'm you know you love touch you're so tactile mm-hmm. like you touch everything i do you know um i Love, smell, and taste. Mm-hmm. I just love those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to enjoy music. 
Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I also, guess you could you could probably you could feel the vibrations of music. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Like, because I really do love music. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. It's yeah, kinda, it's I mean, tough. but like the reason why I say like you know like we we're prejudiced is because I think that like we're so disrespectful to the hearing impaired mm-hmm. in in this world mm-hmm. that we live in. Mm-hmm. Like, we're so dis- like I can't think of a more invisible class mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. than the hearing impaired mm-hmm. because they're everywhere and you see them everywhere and but you wouldn't know it you wouldn't know right you wouldn't know mm-hmm. you know and you're you know like that it's a whole thing about privilege that you know i like to you know we talk about privilege we can understand it better i think if we talk about the privileges that are not racially mm-hmm. uh based mm-hmm. and we talk about the privileges <clears throat> that like that we take for granted like mm-hmm. having senses or yeah. being average height things where right. you know because if, you're, right, too, if right. you're, you're, you're too tall you're fucked yeah a lot of places. Or too, you're too short yeah you're fucked, yeah you know exactly kind yeah. of kind of like being able to operate in the average wide you know right. uh whatever of what would be considered average is like it is like you do have an advantage, yeah. Because the world is catered to that. Yeah, like know? realizing, like realizing that uh, being exceptionally average mm-hmm. was like the shit. Mm-hmm. Really helped me change my outlook. Mm-hmm. I was much less upset about finding out that I was five eight <laughs> when I when I when I realized that my knees don't hurt in the plane. Not that that matters anymore. Right. Right. Uh. What made me want to drink? Yes. A couple of things. Okay? So the first thing is, let's be a little bit lighthearted uh-huh. about it, uh-huh. is the new highball commercial. Oh. I don't <laughs> know if who's doing well, it's this. A, no, it's, I think it's Jim Beam. Okay, it's a Jim Beam commercial. So. and Pay us. So. <laughs> Sorry. Corona too. I'm not talking about the disease. I'm talking You're about the beer. You're nuts. You're nuts, like you know, like see. I need to think more like you, because I never think we have no obligation to name any of these brands. I never, I, I, but see, look, don't pay us because I want to be able to shit all over. That's you. true. Um, don't but, pay us. <laughs> wait, wait, give wait, us drinks. On. We're hustling backwards. Listen, <laughs> do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but if you need my cash app, just uh, DM me. Uh, listen. Oh no, I did the thing. What? Listen. Listen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to not say that. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're listening. That's the medium. Check it out though. <laughs> Podcast, that's the medium. Where you listen. So this commercial mm-hmm. has this guy, he walks into a bar and he looks like a guy with, you know, at least average reasoning ability. He has managed to put his pants on and a shirt and clothes he is normal he made it to the bar he is taking steps Mm -hmm. you know left right left right Mm -hmm. and then somebody says hey you want this would you like one of these uh ipas with uh infused with goat's milk yeah and he was like oh and he started to have like a panic attack yeah and then this other guy comes up and it's like no, what you want is a dark beer. Like yeah. Like Guinness. And he has like a Guinness well, or something. No, he doesn't say Guinness. Oh, okay. I mean, they mention the another brand. Oh, okay, okay. And then um, someone else 
comes up and offers like a sour or something, something else. Something. And the guy's like, ah! And like the world starts spinning for him. And then a woman in a plaid shirt comes up to him. Because you're a bartender. Tr- yeah, you could, but you could always trust the plaid shirt lady. <laughs> she's honest. You know, she's no nonsense. You know? Yeah. Like a woman in a plaid shirt is not about the fuck shit. Yeah. Uh, she says, how about one of these Jim Beam highballs? Yeah. And he's like, yes, one of these highballs. And that's the whole commercial. Yeah. And I was like, what a fucking trash yeah. commercial. Yeah, no, he gets overwhelmed by all the craft beer suggestions. Which are just flavors. Yeah. Like, goes, oh, flavor! Oh, yeah. no! You know? Like, and, and honestly, all those beers sound like beers that I would try. I mean, I'm like, how... You know, I was... <laughs> I was like offended by the fact they'd be like goat's milk with an IPA because I'm like it doesn't make any sense right. like if you wanted to put goat's milk I feel like that would go more better like with stout. like a stout or something yes. like what a, what the fuck are you talking about you yes. just saying bullshit no they were just saying whatever I know saying, and look, that's what I was they were trying about. to make fun of beer people yes who drink craft beer yes. but it's like you know what yeah you're coming in too late in the game like you had to that about 10 years ago now craft beer like it's pretty freaking normal man like, your average liquor store carries a lot of it because that's what sells. Yeah. You know? Like, it's really weird. But, I am not even, like, I'm the other guy. Because I'm like, yo, if somebody offered me a highball, I'm like, I don't know what's in that exactly. <laughs> like, I'm still not 100% sure what that is. Like, yes. is it like a Sprite? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And some... And what, like some gin or something? Yes, because you know... It, or no, not gin. What is it? What is it? Gin bean? Oh. Bourbon, I think. Okay. So... But like, no, because like, they're drinking so many... Okay, so when... Yes. I, the highball is super popular in Japan. Yes. Okay? Everyone drinks highballs, men and women alike. Okay? And highballs... Highball face mm-hmm. after two highballs... Mm-hmm. Is a wild face. It distorts your whole face. Like it's fucked up. Like you're you're drunk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally no, you're fucked, fucked up, up dude. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, so, like yeah. I've seen this shit, and I'm it's like, too hard. Yeah, like I don't know what that is, and I see people pounding this, and I'm like, no, it can't be a bourbon because a bourbon <laughs> is super American, you know, like it's just a regular whiskey. Um, whiskey. Well, I don't know. Highball. What is it? Was dubbed as such back in the 19th century at a Manhattan bar. Oh, I thought it was, they were going to say it was a Manhattan. Highball is a mixed alcoholic drink composed of an alcoholic based spirit and a larger portion of a non alcoholic. That's so broad. It could be anything. So, anything's a highball. <laughs> what? It, it could be any. An alcoholic based beer? Examples include the 7 and 7, Scotch and Soda, and Rum and Coke. So, Rum and Coke, oh, rum and is, Coke is, a, is a highball? Yeah. Then I've been drinking highballs in my earlier days. That's funny. That's interesting. Yeah, so I guess it could be any sort of hard liquor with like a soda or whatever. That's crazy because when I'm in Japan, yeah. if you order a highball, yeah, they, I think don't it's whiskey. Ask, yeah, they, they don't ask you what you want. No, I think it's whiskey soda basically. Yeah, you right? get the thing, yeah. you know? Um, it, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that, like where you're like, I don't know what's in that because um, 
it did remind me when I first saw that commercial and he was so like overwhelmed by the craft beer options that I was like, wow, like, I, I mean, as much as I was just like, man, fuck you guys. Um, I was also like, wow, like craft beer has come so far to a point where like a company like Jim Beam, I don't know when they were founded, but they've been around way right. longer, right? Are like have enough of like a threat with craft beer drinkers of that being a thing to do a commercial like that, mm -hmm. right? Where when I was like in college and starting to drink, I was like, I made a deliberate decision to, at that point I wasn't drinking craft beer, but I was dr making a deliberate decision to drink beer, partly because beer um, tended to have less alcohol percentage and I'm not very, I'm not like a heavyweight. And and it's just like, when if you order a beer, you're just going to get a beer and you're not going to have to like, be like, can I get a, 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 even a rum and coke, you know, it's just like two, it's like when it's more than two things combined right. and then you're going to have to start maybe like naming what they need to be or whatever. I was like, you know what? That's too much. Right. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what it is, but I need to have something where I can order a drink without having to be like, oh, I don't know what to order. So I'm like, you know what? Give me a fucking beer. And you know? <laughs> To be fair... And that was my simple solution. None of this shit's good for you. But of course not. Beer's got to be the least bad for you. Yes. Because it has other things in it yes. that are nutritional. As well, especially craft beer. Right, yeah. right, right. Because, like, you know, like, it's not it's, like some shit, like... But it's not like maybe like corn syrup. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what it's I gonna mean? It's going to be, like, it's going to be hops, water, uh fucking some grains right. and that's you know and yeast that's it you right. know you don't you don't have to worry about corn syrup or some sort of weird sort of i don't know processed items being in your drink but i was like man give me a beer when i seen that commercial <laughs> you know yeah. like i wanted a beer right away mm -hmm. like and it, it is funny because like like i said you know in japan yeah a lot of my friends they'll get a highball mm -hmm. you know like they you know uh, it's efficient, I guess, you know? I mean, Japanese people can drink, mm -hmm. and Japanese people... Yeah, it's funny because there's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'll put it like this. Japanese people do drink. Right. Even if yeah. they can't, they will. Yeah. And so... Unless you just really can't. Like, you see a lot more of people getting different styles mm -hmm. of alcohol in one session... Yeah, 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 yeah. ...than you see, I yeah. feel like, in my opinion, anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like... I mean, the I point do, is drinking. Yeah, I do believe in the uh, stick to one style. Right. If you start, thing, yeah, I think you know. I don't like to mix my yeah al alcohols. Me it, it gets too unpredictable. Yeah, I but don't. For me too, I get like I knew that the only way that I could hang with my Japanese friends uh -huh. was to drink beers. That's just something that like I kind of think about because I remember being with my with my brother and drinking, uh -huh. and I was taking to some craft beer bars. Uh huh. And he would look straight at the alcohol percentage. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he wouldn't look at what right. the. He's not like a beer guy. Yeah, yeah at yeah. what the uh, beers were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would be like, "Give me the strongest yes, shit." Yes, yes. I've been to like, bars. Yeah, I've been to like, like what are you running beers? away from? <laughs> yeah, I've been to bars that serve craft beer, among other things, with people who are not craft beer drinkers but are drinkers, and they'll be like. 
let me get that triple IPA or like some crazy shit where I'm like, why? Uh, you know, and they're just literally, they're like 10.8%. Yes, give me that. And I'm like, come on. <clears throat> like, you, like, you don't care, you know? But yeah. Some people, that's just how they drink, you know? But, you know, I mean, we're at least putting on the, the you know, um, front that we're not alcoholics. We are <laughs> putting on the front, <laughs> tasting and enjoying right. the flavors yeah. of beer. So we're not going by alcohol. Yeah, we're not alcoholics. We're alcoholish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, like we're for alcoholish. me, yeah, yeah, we're alcoholish. You know, because like, I mean, like I said, I'm not. Uh, I'm not really a heavyweight when it comes to drinking, so I'm actually have a tendency to try to look for stuff with uh, less alcohol and kind of see, uh, you know, go yeah. from there. That's what I've usually done when I go to bars and stuff. Um, the other thing that made me want to drink mm -hmm. was, of course, the serious thing, the the, the, in, the insurrection. Oh, mm -hmm. you know that we uh, had a in my opinion, very predictable outcome right, right. to doing several years of open fascism. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah. I mean, like, you, know, you have to understand, like, look, I'm a black man. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm relatively, you know, in the, the woke mm -hmm. category, the SJW. Well, you can't, you can't say that because you're a black man. No, 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 no. Let me be clear. I'm not saying because. Okay. I'm saying I'm black and. and okay. And. Okay. I just want to make okay. sure. Yeah. No, because like. The plenty of. There's been. Sleeping the, ass dudes. The wool has been pulled over yeah. a lot yeah. of black dudes' eyes. Unfortunately. Okay. You know, because Some like. people were not ready. Yeah. You know, and the whole thing, you know, and like black people, you know, through media mm -hmm. being used as one of the most powerful yes. engines mm -hmm. of selling capitalism to the world because everything that black people do is cool mm -hmm. so you fucking put black people in a bunch of lamborghinis and surround them with women and shit which is like then you can do a thing where you're like look at these black culture you know and yeah. like be like they're, they're degenerates but what we're selling is the core of america mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. because i i mean like what's the difference between rapping about uh guns and women mm -hmm. and the difference between making a movie called dirty harry where you're just blasting fools. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Making making heat, where you're just robbing banks. Mm -hmm. um, making I Dream of Genie, where you're just, uh, this, isn't, this isn't like the 70s, mm -hmm. I Dream of Genie, mm -hmm. where uh, the ideal relationship mm -hmm. is you are a military man uh -huh. and your uh, wife. Girlfriend? I think wife. Your, right? not, not his wife, it's just some, it's a genie that lives in his house. That serves all of his purposes uh -huh. and does whatever he wants and grants all his wishes and is totally submissive and is dressed with her titties out. You know? Um, I grew up on that show. Uh -huh. I always say, man, I'm so glad, because I, I was watching Nick at night. Uh -huh. I'm so glad that after I watched I Dream of Genie, uh -huh. Dick Van Dyke would come on. Because <laughs> I can see somebody I can see I can see somebody being normal. <laughs> You know, uh, not being weird, like not normalizing this weird relationship, mm -hmm. you know, but like, I'm like, but all that stuff, it's all the same misogyny. It's mm -hmm. all the same 
a glorification of violence. It's America, mm-hmm. you know? And so all this stuff kind of comes to a head uh, in a way that is predictable when you are, you know, um, positing toxic energy and mm-hmm. belief systems. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we, we, we've been doing this for a while and we haven't been talking about it enough. And that's why uh, it has come to this, you know, mm-hmm. because we're in a situation where America is a country with open wounds that we don't want to talk about. Yeah. And the biggest open wound uh, is probably racism. Yeah. You know, um, because America has been a racist country, but we have open wounds of sexism. We have o- the open wound of capitalism, which we have globalized in a way. Like, yeah. capital- it doesn't capitalism as uh, manifest through industrialization mm-hmm. is just an evolution of slavery. Um, it is something that has been created from slavery. When slavery became uh, something that was frowned upon, then we had to say, how can we exploit people in a different way? Right. And So that they don't realize it's actually just And there was an opportunity for the controlling class to say, how can we now uh, make slavery um, something that goes beyond race. Right. How can we start enslaving right. white people too? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. can we start enslaving everyone? Right. You know, and then because why the why yeah. limit slavery to black people when you can just fucking enslave everybody? Right. And I know that you say, wait, people are getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not slavery. But if you're not getting paid enough, right, it is slavery. Because, yeah, because you don't I mean, have a choice. Because slaves were getting paid in food mm-hmm. and shelter, mm-hmm. technically, you know, right. but they, which we're not getting. They, they, they didn't have freedom, mm-hmm. and, and so if everything is controlled by money, yeah, then you don't have economic freedom, right? Then you're not right in control. So many of people your, feel like they're stuck, or yeah, right, yeah. And so we have people who are disappointed, mm-hmm. but the controlling class gets us to blame each other mm-hmm. as opposed to look at the fact that there's a disparity mm-hmm. in wealth mm-hmm. you know there's a situation that's just simply unsustainable you know we live in a we live in a situation that is unsustainable like even today i was reading about how bill gates is mm-hmm. now the largest owner of farmland in oh America. yeah i think i saw that yeah yeah why <laughs> why you know why you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And, like, I'm not, like, you know, and I'm not, like, Bill Gates is innately evil. Mm-hmm. But I think that the institution that allows people to hoard money right. is evil. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, we, like, like it's, it, it's clear. Like, we are manufacturing crises mm-hmm. all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's fucked up. And so that shit makes me want to drink. And I think about how it comes to a head of these people who feel persecuted, mm-hmm. um, but they don't know who they're persecuted by. And many of them, <laughs> like, and many of them. I know they haven't asked the yeah. important question. <laughs> like, people like to point out the lady who went to the insurrection with a private jet, and she's a real estate agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and the fact of the, the fact of the matter is, like. She, she got confused. She got hypnotized by these people because there's no way she's persecuted. She has she has right. a private jet, but something is 
unsatisfactory to her. Right. And she doesn't even know what it is. Right. And she's not smart enough to not get manipulated by people just telling her right. what she thinks that it should be. Right. You know, you know, like it doesn't like it doesn't make any sense for a person. Like, like, like I don't want to say I feel bad for that person. I mm-hmm. just feel bad that she's so stupid. Right. She threw away everything that she could have had. Right, because it didn't had, have to be this way just, at all for her. she just didn't do that. Right. You right, because, I mean? I mean, she's lucky enough where she could have had a choice, you would think. You but, know? Some people I, don't have a choice. Right. But I also, you know, there's a part of me mm-hmm. that feels like, as a minority, mm-hmm. who has dealt with shit in this country, like, to be clear... I am privileged, uh-huh. okay? Um, you know, my parents are upper middle class. Uh-huh. My wife's parents are upper class. Uh-huh. Um, I am pretty much doing fine on a daily basis, even though I'm depressed about the world <laughs> because I care about people. Uh-huh. But, of course, as a black man, you know, I feel like I've been gaslit. Mm-hmm. Every day of my life, mm-hmm. by my own country, mm-hmm. and I have been trying to explain to people, like this shit's not good. Something's wrong here. Uh, there's a lot of unfairness. This is not the greatest country in the world. This is really bad, and <clears throat> it is satisfying mm-hmm. in a way that now everybody can see it. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't want it to be this way. Yeah. But there's also a part of me that says, well, I mean, at least now everybody can see it. Maybe now we can move to the part that I've been trying to get to of the part where we're trying to fix it, mm-hmm. you know, fix these things. And we're not, unfortunately, you know, because only in this country um, can we have an insurrection <laughs> and you got to go to work the next day. I mean, nobody, I was I was having to said, work during the no, no, goddamn insurrection. I kept, I was... Are we off now? And it's like, this is how dumb, <laughs> this is how dumb you motherfuckers are. Yeah. Like, you went... Yeah, no, you it was went, surreal. You went to attack the Capitol, mm-hmm. okay? And it didn't stop nothing. It if didn't. you wanted to insurrect the country, you probably needed to go to Apple headquarters. You probably needed to go... <laughs> Facebook. You probably need yeah, to go, because you know what? You, you probably need to go to the, the. You need to go to Exxon. You need to go to Ford. You need to go to the corporations yeah. that are controlling. Yeah, this well, I mean that's kind this is of not. not, a country. not this is a giant corporation, right? I, but I, I, yeah, no, it's true because like the um that day, I was you know I mean. I was busy. I had a lot of shit I had to do, um, you know, and I keep like a running list of shit I have to do for work, you know, and I'm trying to check off as much as I can while just getting more shit to add to the list. And in the meantime, this shit was happening and I was like, oh my God. And I was trying to like, I couldn't take my eyes off of all these things that, you know, reports that I kept seeing and whatever. But then at one point I was like, Look, I gotta fucking tear away from this. And so so I I uh with the help of Apple Music, 
um, and other playlists. I, you I, said I, above I, Apple, also Apple. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I honestly, I've been like um, adding all these uh, focus Apple podcasts, and it's just like fucking like sounds of like just fucking bells with streams of water, and sometimes some fucking. Tibetan monks humming and shit like that, and it really does help me focus. You know, it's you would you should try it if you're trying to get some work done. But you know, I put it on and I was like, ah, I gotta get my job done. But like uh, this week, you know what was hindering my work actually was Microsoft uh, like Office or uh, Outlook three sixty five or whatever they have. Yeah, that was down for like. I, I think it was down oh, yeah, for was like down, yeah. a, uh, an hour or so, right between like 5.30 and 6.30, towards the end of West Coast workday, when, when, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, yes, let me send out all these emails to just fucking, you know, get it over with, and it wouldn't allow me to do it. And so that definitely, what you're saying is correct, because that definitely hindered uh, my work capacities by not being able to use my emails. So, think um, about that, I guess, insurrectionists. And I want to be clear, like, what happened in America, it happened, mm-hmm. of course, in the most America way. Yeah. You know, like, the way that it manifests. With They're coming the, for us. Yeah, with, with all these, you know, um, white supremacists uh-huh. marching on a capital yeah. that is really... Cool, cool. Um, all these white supremacists marching on a capital that is really has been pushing, you know, um, an agenda that yeah. is not that different from what they believe in anyway. Right. Um, it would happen in an American in an American way, but what happened was not an American thing. Mm-hmm. What happened was something that fits into a pattern of what has been happening all over the world where we live in a world that has a global economic inequality crisis. Mm-hmm. Okay? No, yeah, it's so, a like, if you start to look around, you will see the patterns. People are protesting everywhere. People are upset everywhere. People are yeah. rioting everywhere. People are doing organized violence against governments everywhere. And no one is immune. And it is going to continue to happen unless... We address it. And yeah. addressing it, it just means treating people with dignity. Stop treating people yeah. subhuman. Yeah, Stop that's paying them not the enough thing. to survive. Stop paying them not enough to be able to have a family and have a house. Because that's what most people want. Mm-hmm. You're treating everyone. Like the people in power are treating everyone like they are like them. Like, they are their competitors. Right, right, we are right. We're not competing yeah. with you because most of us are not power hungry. Yeah, and it's crazy because the solution, like you said, is, like, not even that hard. It's kind of, it, it really is, like, hey, just have some humanity and then everything will fucking fall into place if you know what humanity looks like. But it's the, the, the problem is that these people who are fucking have these egos where they're out here trying to be like we're representing you or whatever because i feel like that alone you gotta have some sort of ego to feel like you're representing somebody right um because i was i'm like i would never have the audacity or the desire to run for president because 
I don't fucking want that. Same here. Same Hell here. no. And I don't have that kind of ego, you know? My ego stops at having a podcast. That's it. That's as far as my <laughs> ego goes, okay? Um, you know, and which probably is more than a lot of people, but also a lot of people have podcasts nowadays. So I wouldn't, you yeah, know, no, say that yeah. it's that's anything that's um particularly egotistic, you know? So yeah, you know, like it it, it really is the fact that they're out here is already I'm like you're already problematic. <laughs> That's how I'm looking at it. But like we think that people, you know, enough people have mm-hmm. talked about this topic mm-hmm. within the zeitgeist to have talked about it in a way that you know has covered the more important geopolitical elements mm-hmm. of what's going on. Uh, the important implications of what's going on. So that's why we kind of wanted to take it from an angle of like our personal yeah. viewpoint of it and not really get too deep into it, yeah. you know, because we have other thoughts, but it's just not for this forum. Um, <laughs> not, not for a beer podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I want to talk about something more serious. Yes. Which is they're making oh. Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, yeah. I heard that they're, uh, I mean, they... We're already making it, right? But they're yeah. like... This uh, is the second time or third time they've made this? I think the news recently was that they were going to um, release it sooner than it was originally. I see, I see. I think well, that's why it's in the news. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, which, you know, I have feelings on movies moving to streaming platforms as opposed mm-hmm. to theaters. Mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of theater movies mm-hmm. should have been made for TV. Like, we had, we were... No, a lot of know, them, definitely. And... But some... Yeah, know. we need movies. Right. You know? Um, but that's a whole other story. Okay. But the reason why I brought this up mm-hmm. is because I want to know who you got in that fight between Godzilla and King Kong. You know, I don't know enough about either of them really? to fucking have... I mean, I... Yeah, okay. So, I watched the only Godzilla movie I watched was i guess the first one right mm-hmm. we watched the first one and shing godzilla by uh fucking what's his name Ando, the uh-huh the guy who did evangelion right which mm-hmm. was hilarious and it was good yeah um, it was very it was it was very good it was very bad good but it was very good I don't even think it was bad good. It had bad good elements, but overall, I think it was good. Yeah. And I feel like a, overall, people were like, that was a good Godzilla movie. Yeah, like, I would want a sequel. And right? it's a movie that I watched, like, three times, so. And I've actually never watched a King Kong movie, so mm. I feel like I don't even know what King Kong's deal is. What is he? Like, just... King Kong How did he get like that? Like, what's his deal? Um, I think that it was just naturally occurring. They found him in on, on, on an island. So, you know right. how, like, when you go to islands? Yeah. For some reason, if you put some shit on the island, it's gigantic now. Right. Like, right. you put a turtle on an island, yeah. turtle is, like, 25% of the whole island. Yeah, they think it, the island is fucking, like, Australia, where they be having, like... Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so creatures I think where we're like, we've never seen this before. They went to an island and just found a big-ass gorilla. Okay. Um, and so... I feel like a captured go- it. big-ass gorilla versus, like, a creature that's not a big-ass anything. It's a thing that just 
it it materialized into its, into its own because of fucking nuclear waste or something, right? I feel like mm-hmm. that's yeah. got to still be stronger than a big ass gorilla because you got nuclear behind you. <laughs> As the uh, conservatives like to call it, nuclear, nuclear, <laughs> nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. Actually, there's an L. Um, I know. Every now and then, somebody uh, who seems leftist says we'll say nu- nuclear, says nuclear, and I'm like, hmm. I'm like you're, you're, you're yeah, I was like, you're fucking outing yourself by saying nuclear, okay? It's nuclear, okay? Anyway, yeah, yeah. So I feel like a nuclear creature. Where there's no precedent, it's just like, oh, we were, humans were assholes, and so then this thing developed and is now, is now just like, fuck you guys, you know? I feel like that is worse than, oh shit, I'm a big ass gorilla. But we'll see, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, you know? Like, he was, alright, so King Kong was just a gorilla that got horny. Like, because right. his whole thing was he saw some lady. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though he didn't think about, like, how, how stuff fit. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, I'm just saying, yo. <laughs> but I agree with you. Yeah. I think, and I'll go further. I think Godzilla would wash King Kong. I would think okay? so. First of all. Does the, King Kong have shit fucking coming out of, like, beams? No, Godzilla has multiple kinds of beams. I'm assuming King Kong is just fucking sheer strength, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know. Um, King Kong has fought dinosaurs and other giant shit. Dinosaurs are but not it's Godzilla. Not, it's, not, it's not a nuclear dragon. No, that's what I'm saying. Um, that's a big fucking difference. Yeah, and a nuclear dragon that was fighting aliens other, and yes. other space yes. monsters yes. and other things. Yeah. Um, Got nothing on that fucking big-ass gorilla. King Kong's size appears to vary from property to property. Of course. You know? Like, sometimes King Kong is, like, 30 feet tall. In this, he's going to be, like, 100 feet tall or something. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Godzilla's still going to be, like, 1,000 feet tall, dude. Like, Godzilla is, is massive, man. Like, I don't understand how people put this matchup together. Because also, just from a creativity standpoint, uh-huh. Japan came with nuclear dragon. Uh, yeah, I mean, my with, understanding. We came with big gorilla. Right, my understanding. That's not. That's not the same thing. Right, my understanding of uh, of uh, Godzilla versus Kong or whatever of me not really fucking understanding any of it is that this is just a a, a mashup of Japan versus U.S. Right. like big monster, right? But, right? Okay. So we're got They're like you got King Kong. I don't know you got I guess King Kong. I guess you guys use that and we'll go with Godzilla. And See, I see it's the other way around. Well, they're like, we got Godzilla. And they were like, uh, we got We got King Kong, I big, guess. A big gorilla? We got a big ass gorilla. We uh, <laughs> like yeah. we don't have anything, you know? But it's like I feel like, you know, Godzilla had a harder time just facing the military. Than he would like facing like King Kong. The only place where I think that King Kong got got him uh-huh. is uh the grip. Well, I mean Godzilla also has thumbs. They but, do? Yeah, Godzilla has thumbs. Shit. 
but he has very, but, but he has T Rex arms. Mm. Yeah. But King Kong has reach. King Kong has wingspan, mm. and that's where King Kong can get you because King Kong could like possibly like get Godzilla in a headlock or like a sleeper hold, or even though I, I mean Godzilla got spikes on his back, and the Shin Godzilla can shoot lasers out of its back. So and, and I was gonna say they have like a like a fucking t- like a tail. tail. Yeah, but then the tail Does King is Kong like have a tail? Nah, King Kong is a gorilla, so it doesn't have a tail. Oh, he's right, like, he's duh. Like, he, okay. just, he just has a butt. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm I'm combining King Kong with the uh the um version of Goku where he saw the moon. Yeah, he, totally. He has a tail. So what I'm thinking is that King Kong though has like a real strong muscle tissue because I always think of like how yeah, like X. yeah but I, no I always think about how like um a human is way bigger than a chimp but uh-huh. a chimp will wash a human like oh like, my god like yeah they, chimp, they got like one chimp versus five ooh. humans I got the chimp all day oh yeah no you they know? got like they got yeah they got sprints, yeah so like, I mean the argument should be made but they're not gonna make those in the movie it's just gonna be a knockdown drag out battle, which I don't agree with, man. You know, I what I would like to see is a King of All Monsters battle where mm. Godzilla and King Kong are just two of the many monsters. Right. Or King Kong somehow, since I think he's way smaller than Godzilla, mm-hmm. somehow gets to pilot Mecha Godzilla. Pilot? Who? Who gets to pilot? King Kong. Shit. You know about Mechagodzilla, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about it. But you know it's Godzilla. It's a robot. Right, I mean, yeah. the name is pretty obvious. Okay, so. Yes. We're going to wrap this up with questions from the Beer Curious, but did oh. you have something you want to say? No, I thought we were going to do the Good Lord Bird. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Good Lord Bird. Man, we're really. <laughs> That's about... why I was like. Okay, we're going to talk about the Good Lord Bird next episode okay i didn't realize you completely forgot about it because i was like damn we're no, gonna have totally to say a lot about, about it, it so I wouldn't have i'm surprised so much. Yeah, because... that you kept going about other stuff yeah when we have the good lord bird to talk about which is a whole the good, topic the good lord bird yeah you know we can't do uh reviews of shows and media every podcast but we're gonna be doing more for sure yeah uh but we're gonna do that one next time Okay. okay. Uh, we'll do it next time. Could definitely benefit from thinking on that more. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are listening to this one, you guys should start watching The Good Lord Bird right now mm-hmm. so you can participate with us. It's what, in the seven episodes? Yeah, seven episode miniseries, Total. Mm-hmm. Showtime. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, it's about the abolitionist John Brown. Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating show. We're going to talk about it next time. But we're going to do questions from okay. the Beer Curious and finish this up okay. right, right here. Okay. Okay. So, this is a question that was not officially submitted, uh-huh. but it was a question that was submitted to me directly Okay. on Twitter from Mikade-san. Uh-huh. And he says, do you drink Japanese beer like Asahi or Kirin? Uh-huh. My friends always drink Bud Light or Coors. <laughs> I'm curious if Americans like Japanese beer. Mm. 
So I guess this question is more directed towards me, but mm-hmm. I still want to get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. So I told him how um, we have family, you know, who mm-hmm. is associated with Sapporo. Mm-hmm. So yes, we and even if we didn't, we still like to drink Japanese beer. Mm-hmm. We like Sapporo. It's a familiar type of thing. You know, uh-huh. it has it gives us, I think, a nostalgic feeling. Um, I drink Asahi from time to time. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to rank them, I would say for me it's uh, uh, just for nostalgic purposes, mm-hmm. I put Sapporo on top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's Asahi and then Kirin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I would rank those three of the of the main beers, and I would put those beers light years ahead of what Coors and Bud Light are doing. Uh, I just don't think that I think that the flavor is not even close. Um, yeah, I feel like those beers those beers have, have a, more a flavor and than yeah type than of like thing going on a Bud Light, which is just like water, yeah uh, yeah Budweiser whatever yeah, yeah so um. You know, I'm a fan of those breweries, Uh mostly because of how recently they have tried to embrace slash compete with the craft beer industry. Uh And they, in Japan, make a brew a lot more specialty beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can get a lot of things within that. You do a lot of different things, Mm -hmm. you know? I think I mentioned it before on the podcast, but they'll have, like, seasonal beers where it says, like, autumn flavor, and you're like, what's the difference? But, like, the can will have, like, autumn fucking artwork and shit, you know? Or, like, spring cherry blossoms or something, you know? And honestly, I don't know what the difference is, but... But, like... You know, we were talking about Godzilla, mm-hmm. and when I think about Asahi, I always think about Watanabe Ken, mm-hmm. you know, and I think about the ad yeah. when my first time going to Japan, every subway was peppered with ads of Watanabe Ken, uh-huh. and he had this facial expression after drinking an Asahi yeah. where his... His crow's feet were so well, he's just like, ah, like yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. And he goes, Because yeah. the beer is so fucking super dry. dry. It's super, super dry. dry. It's like he's super dry. Super dry. Which and is you know like, what? I think one of the most like popular Asahi. That's their kind of signature. That shit yeah. is dry as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I do like that sensation of a nice, crisp, dry beer. I uh-huh. think that Asahi is definitely doing it better. Than the other guys and the uh-huh. competitors, I think that uh, a Sapporo is like a little more juicy. I think Asahi might be the highest selling beer in terms of like sales. I don't know. I mean, they, now, they, they, they. I think Sapporo is actually the smallest of the three. Uh, I was a huge fan of that ad campaign, uh-huh. but I'm just a huge fan in general of the Japanese billboard ad uh-huh. of someone drinking a beer because it always catches the. Yeah, they're it's they'll be like holding, the- they'll be holding a glass of beer, and they'll look at it like, damn, yeah. you know, they'll have this face facial expression where they're looking at the glass of beer, being like, damn, that shit was good, and they're like, ah, you know, yeah, and yeah, 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 no, it, it, Japanese beer commercials are all about like the crushing, the crushability where you fucking down that beer and they go, or whatever, you know, and they're like, "Ah," you know, it's all about that, like, 
we call it nodogoshi, which is just like that uh that sensation when you gulp a beer. It's like your throat feeling. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. You know, which yeah. is like one of the more important things about beer for Japanese people mm -hmm. at least, you know, or that's how it's advertised. Yeah. Nodogoshi is one of the important points. Yeah, and so like I really like that, mm. you know. Uh, it's, it's 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 a very specific philosophy, and you know it's interesting because like there's so many different philosophical ideas totally. of what a beer is. Yes, that you realize from country to country or continent to continent or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because in Japan, they're not gonna give you a beer that is not like twenty percent head. If they serve you a beer, they're gonna give you the beer with the, they. They got a phone yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Topic. We we feel like that is it's beautiful. What makes it look good? And yeah. Japanese people are very conscious and they like to drink of... it with get the foam on top of their. Yeah, lips, yeah. No, know? because I think people have been like I've seen people be like, um, be weirded out a by sirens how... today. Yeah, I know what's going on. Insurrection. Um. People will be, you know, weirded out by seeing photos of American beer. Where they fill that shit to the, the top. The very top with zero, like, head. You do then, want <laughs> a little bit of head just but for the visual. But it'll be like a quarter inch. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just way, yeah. inevitably. You don't really get, you don't really Sometimes get, you just yeah. see the fucking flat, like. Yeah, you don't really get the phone top in, no, the, in the American you beer. Don't. You don't. Except, kinda... Unless it's like, it is like some sort of, uh, uh, you know, what do you call it? Like a stout, you know? Yeah. That's kind of when you right. see, like yeah. in Guinness, you see the. Right, well, a Guinness, you know, you're like. You're supposed to pour and then you gotta wait and then it just fucking. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. That's, you know, kind of an interesting thing. But for me, it's really, like, Japanese craft beer. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so before I even get into that, it's interesting about your friends, Mikide-san, drinking mm -hmm. Bud Light, mm -hmm. if you're listening. Well, his friends, he's saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, your friends, oh, Mikide-san, your friends. Uh-huh. Um, Drinking Bud Light. Yeah. Because I think that, at least my feeling has been that both American people and Japanese people are fascinated with imports. Totally, totally. No matter what. Yeah. So, we love Japanese stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we love Japanese beer. Um, I really love Japanese craft beer. I think that Japanese craft beer is underrated, has a bad reputation. Not a bad, but, but, but a reputation. doesn't really have one. Yeah, right. But that's what I'm calling a bad reputation. Like, it doesn't have a reputation. At and least it not should here. Be, yeah. It should have a reputation as some of the best craft beer being brewed in the world right now. I mean, I think it's it's definitely kind of a, a more of a growing thing than here, where it kind of has been established a little bit more. Right. It's in a different timeline. Yeah, we're right, we're in a different phase because yeah. in America, Especially we're in like the we're in, the, in the innovation phase right. of craft beer. People are trying to do something different all the time. Yeah. In Japan, they're very much in the craft phase right. of craft beer. So they are 
brewing beers that are so perfectly on profile that are so freaking good or they are brewing beers that are so informed by Japanese idea of what flavor should be in beer. Yeah, but right? I, so like I, I do. So like a miso flavor in like a lot of beers right. and things like that, well, you know, like I do sweeter. feel like though since then, there's definitely been more of a consciousness towards the craft beer trends, like global trends. Yeah, for sure. Mostly American, just because I feel like American American craft beer is probably is leading in the craft beer uh, just the, just conversation. The, the, well, just the, the trend-setting element. Of right, it, right, sure. right. So I do feel like there was a point where, you know, they were all like, oh, it's all these hazies. And I'm like, oh, yeah, same here, you know. Um, and so I do think that they're kind of being becoming more conscious with the trends. And there's it, it really is kind of a, I mean, it's a way smaller, you know, country. And so there, it's at a point where there's you're kind of seeing more breweries and uh, beer bars and stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of obviously been difficult in the last year, but yeah, yeah. I don't know what the situation is going to be. You know, coming going forward, I hope that there's still growth in that industry. I know that you know what we've had going on with this COVID situation has just. You know, I don't know what people are going to do. Yeah. I don't know what the average person is going to do because while we're, while we're thinking about, you know, how all of these businesses are, are closing because of COVID mm-hmm. and, you know, people not being able to get the support they need mm-hmm. from their governments and things like that, what we're not talking about is the massive acquisition that's going on by people that already have resources mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. and that means that that stuff is never coming back because they'll turn that shit into a, a condo they'll turn that shit into something else or they'll just try to charge people ridiculous prices or like we live in a situation where people who own stuff are down to leave it unoccupied and not make any money off of it rather than just make less than what they feel market value is. Mm-hmm. And that's what's fucked up right now. Yeah. That's pretty much, you know, where it is with the whole Japanese craft beer situation as we see it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Japanese beer in general has just, I think that it's always good to bring your own perspective to things. So honestly, what I would like to see is more attention paid to Japanese brewers. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. And not like, you know, I enjoy beers brewed in Japan, but some beers brewed in Japan, a lot of them, the ones that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. are still brewed by Westerners. Right. You know, Westerners are going there mm-hmm. to get into that business, and you see it a lot. Uh, you even see Australians doing it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am always a proponent of bringing cultural elements into pre-existing constructs mm-hmm. because I think that it just improves them. It. it just makes it better. It creates more variety. 
-hmm. And that's what we're really all about. Like we're really all about flavor profiles at Drink Local. We really care about regional flavor profiles. We like those things. We like to feel like things taste like places. Yeah. So with that all said, once again, we are going to be getting into some of the things we missed next time. And that will be very soon. We promise. We have things to talk about. But what I want to know from you uh-huh. is where can they find us on ye old World Wide Web? Drinklocal.tv. Where can they find us on Twitter and Instagram? At drinklocaltv. And of course, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast networks. Anywhere mm-hmm. that you are looking for podcasts, we're probably there. If Hopefully. Not, yeah, we're all if, like three of them, three yeah. or four of them. If not, just Google it. We're around. But we really had a good time. This has been a supersized episode. We talked for a long time. It was our first one of the year. We really had a lot of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we expect to see you guys very soon. We want to thank you for listening. If you have been listening, if you have not been listening, if you are a new listener, then you know check out our backlog. We're talking about all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. We're talking about all kinds of beers. It's just something to kick back with, you know, when you're doing whatever you want to do. But be careful. It may make you want to drink. We're hoping that you're drinking with us. (laughs) But until next time, guys, bottoms up. Bottoms up.